Hello, people of the pods. Welcome to Too Many Podcasts, the podcast about podcasts. Yep, it's a podcast podcast. I'm Jim, your personal podcast Sherpa. We're back on Mount Podcastio once again, and you won't need a rope or a backpack, just your ears and a tolerance for a Sherpa with a weird sense of humor. I'll be talking to podcasters about their podcasts, like today, when we talk with David Battaglia, who hosts the podcast Perception is Reality. Plus, we'll take a look at the podcast charts for more shows to recommend. It's a theme week, where we take a look at podcasts about communication. So come along on our trek. In this mountain of podcastia, one word stands head and shoulders above the others. That word is communication. We communicate with co-hosts, guests, and ultimately the listener. In other words, you. My guest, David Battaglia, embraces the concept of communication unlike many other podcast hosts. His podcast, Perception is Reality, is a collection of conversations with different people on different subjects. Often these can be uncomfortable conversations with intimate details. Some are even close to debate. In his podcasts, David allows his guests to present their points of view while presenting his as well. In doing so, differing perceptions are brought out by David and his guests. In an age of opinion, it's a clear, unbiased presentation of information. His shows are unscripted, unedited, and unpredictable. Welcome, David, to the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm glad you could uh, invite me on. Hey, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself to start. Oh. Uh, a little is a, is a rough word for me uh, because I know you've listened to the podcast. I can be quite verbose, but for you, I'll, I'll try to sum it up. Um, so in general, I'm just a normal person like everybody else. Uh, I have a day job. I do a podcast as a hobby uh, to expand my views and horizons, and I really use it as a platform to learn things um, so, or, and new perspectives, uh, new perceptions. So I, I'm not sure how really to answer that question because tell me about yourself is quite a broad, broad question. Okay. Well, the premise of your show is very unique to say the least. Where did you come up with the idea for your podcast? Well, what I found is people use anonymity online. So that's why it's actually called perception is reality online. So when you combine that power of being anonymous with the confirmation bias that is fed in through our news feeds, you get the firm beliefs that people have based on this confirmation bias, uh, partial information, people skim, they may not read a whole article, uh, they may not understand an issue fully, but they make an opinion fully. So my premise of my podcast was like, okay, well, why do people think the way they think? And now I want I want to learn what's behind that what what caused them to interpret this particular piece of information in the way that they did which led to their very firm beliefs on whatever that topic is and uh, I've listened to several of your episodes and so far nothing really appears to be off limits I mean you've had episodes about AIDS and uh, divorce and racism etc uh, what what did you find were the hardest topics to talk about um, that, that's actually a good question. I have an episode coming up, um, called, uh, Satanists aren't all that bad. That's going to air in a couple of weeks. That was a difficult one, uh, to talk about 
because what I, and, and the reason for that is I want my guests to whatever their belief is, they come on, they get a neutral environment. I may not agree with their opinion, but it's a respectful disagreement. It's not really a, a, a debate so much. It's please just explain how and why you believe these beliefs that you believe and help me understand. Like this is your neutral platform without judgment to explain your belief. Um, so that was an interesting one. Uh, more along the lines because the person I interviewed was a really, really good friend. And I already knew that about her. I didn't know that's what she wanted to talk about. I don't like to know the topics ahead of time because I want my guests to get the unfiltered, uh, pure reaction. Um, so we can examine my, where do my perceptions come from as well? Are there any subjects that you would avoid for your show? None, none. Uh, and that would, that came up again, like somebody in one of my episodes asked me, where the line is. I'm like, there's no line. I mean, quite frankly, my dream guest would be somebody like David Duke because uh, I, I don't understand how somebody can believe the extreme views of like that David Duke would believe, right? So I really want to understand like, was it nature versus nurture? Was there bad experiences? Like, I really want to understand because I feel like if we don't understand where people are coming from, we can never move beyond where we all are collectively. Hopefully that makes sense. <laughs> it makes perfect sense, don't worry, David. Your show is very spontaneous, and uh, how? What's your guests' reactions to that spontaneous nature of your show? There have been a few reactions. So there's a pre-reaction, and then there's the post. So the 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 pre, I would say, and this is just a gut check here, maybe. 70% of the people that come on are incredibly nervous because I want normal people to come on because it's the normal people that we talk to every day. We don't always get to talk to like a Dr. Phil, right? I mean, who gets access to like, a, a, and I'm just using him because everybody knows him and he's got a very strong opinion on a lot of stuff. It's normal people like you and me that we want to talk to. So people are ner nervous because once they go online, it's out there forever. So there's uh, a lot of uh, calming down that I do in the preamble. Uh, and then post, guests have been, they've all said the same thing. Wow, that was a great experience. I actually had a lot of fun talking about that. Um, always positive, always positive. And, and I do want the guests, no matter how extreme their opinions are, no matter how much I may dislike them or the world dislikes them, to have a good experience because then they'll be open They'll share the, what they're really feeling, and then we can all understand. We can all move on together. Like, and by move on, I mean in a forward direction, positivity for that's good for everybody. In this day of social media, it seems that everybody is either encouraged or discouraged to provide an opinion. Do you think that this is affecting the way that people talk to each other? Absolutely. We go to extremes. We're, we're now taught to just go straight to the extreme. What I'm seeing on my feed and I'm is a friend might say, oh, all Republicans are X or all Democrats are Y. It's an extreme and it's lumping everybody together that all Republicans come in many different shapes, sizes, and colors. So do Democrats. And then you know what? There's this whole bunch of people in the middle like myself who are completely independent. And then of those independents, there's somebody like me who's like, I literally, I'm like, screw the system. I refuse to be labeled as even independent. Like, I will make up my own mind. 
I will not be a sheep. I will not be a Republican. I will not be a Democrat, which limits me in the primary. And we talked about that in an episode on voting, but um, we are set to be extremes. And I'm hoping that when people have this conversation with me, that's unscripted and edited, they realize that, you know, they can have a, they don't need to go to an extreme to make a point. They can make their point uh, in a much calmer way. And they can examine at the same time, hey, why do I think that? And, you know, maybe they have a good reason. Maybe they don't. I don't know. You know, it's funny that you mentioned politics because my next question has to do with politics. Since the last few presidential elections, it seems that the notion of discussing politics was always taboo. But now it seems to take center stage. And now it's ruining a lot of friendships and even some holiday dinners. What do you think caused this shift? Well, um, I really think that being online in the social media age and the anonymity I spoke of has empowered people to say their beliefs online and then it boils over into home, work, and, and whatever causes these issues. But for me personally, what I feel is, is that we as a society have failed ourselves because the things that I think, in my perception, matter aren't taught in schools anymore. That's etiquette classes. That's debate. That's those kind of school, like even shop class for, for goodness sakes. But just we don't, don't know, we don't teach how to speak to each other. And then it only gets worse. We teach our kids how to take tests. You're absolutely right. We, you know, we don't really speak to each other. We've been speaking at each other. Correct. You know? Correct. And, yeah. what, and what do you think that people can do to actually have better conversations with each other? Step one is listen. Don't listen to respond. Don't shut off the other person because you have something to say. If you listen fully to what the other person has to say, what you're thinking and what you want to say may change. Don't listen to reply. Listen to learn. Do you think that arguing is ever worth it? I think that depends on what your definition of argue is. I think you can have a healthy debate and that doesn't need to escalate into shouting matches, which what I would call a true argument. I don't think that anybody should be arguing. Debating is very healthy. If we didn't have debate and differences of opinions, we wouldn't have multiple solutions to different problems, to different ways of thinking. We would just have groupthink and we'd all do the same thing. We'd all be sheep following the herd. And that's not what we're like as human beings. That's very true. Uh, what else would you like our listeners to know about your podcasts? Um, well, you covered it pretty well. Uh, nothing's off limits. And uh, I am... I, what my perception of myself is that I'm a fairly neutral guest. Anybody's welcome. I sincerely do want to learn. And I suggest, quite frankly, that everybody does that. I mean, I'm not saying I'm an example, but you know, you can have a conversation with a stranger. I mean, I've been having a lot of them lately with strangers, or people are seeking me out now to be guests. I'm booked all the way through June at this point. Um, so you can do it. People want to talk. But just to talk. Don't, don't argue. You don't need to argue. Debate, fine. Argue, you should know better. Very true. Now, since this is the show about podcasts, are there any podcasts that you enjoy listening to? Oh, that is a good question. Um, 
And I didn't really, this is going to sound funny to everybody, but I didn't really listen to podcasts before I started. Um, but now that I've actually started, I've listened to a lot of my um, guests have podcasts. Uh, so I've been listening to all of theirs and I think theirs are just great. Like I travel snacks is one um, by Alison Sharp. I she love what guest. she's, <laughs> she was a guest yeah. and um, she was a guest on your show. Yeah. Yeah. She was one. Yeah. She's awesome. And uh, she has a lot of good stories to tell about being a single female traveler. And then um, Angelica with a little bit of everything about with, with me, meaning her, not me. And um, Colin can help. I mean, there's a, there's a bunch that I need to start getting out there and listening to other ones, but so far I've been focusing on my guests and, and not, I, I, I want to clarify this, not before I interview them. I do no research. I don't want to know anything. They are strangers. I've only just started listening after I finished their interview. Okay. We have a segment in our interview called shameless self-promotion. And this is where I let the guests, uh, let our, our audience know, you know, about their podcast and, uh, and how they can reach you on social media. You care for some shameless self-promotion? No, I appreciate that. I do the same thing. Um, uh, so it's perceptionisreality.online is the website. At P-I-R podcast on most social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Um, there's a Facebook page. If anybody would like to contact me, they can go to the website or they can just send me an email at P-I-R podcast at gmail.com. They want to call and yell at me. They can reach me at 585-210-0240. David, hey, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, and also uh, any information on David's podcast, Perception is Reality, will be on the Sherpa sheet, you know, the show notes. So we'll be right back with Sherpa suggestions after this word from our sponsors. Here are your Sherpa suggestions for this week. If you like Perception is Reality, check out these podcasts that deal with communicating in various forms. The Communication Guys podcast, The Communication Diva, The Argument. Now, this one is from the New York Times, and it's very political, so don't say that your Sherpa didn't warn you. And finally, Clear and Vivid with Alan Alda. This is an interesting podcast from the well-known actor. And if you're a fan of the TV show MASH, check out his episode featuring surviving cast members of the show. So, for podcasts about communication, your Sherpa has spoken. (laughs) 